Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Today's episode has been made possible through the generous support of Bright Peak Financial, an award-winning not-for-profit supporting Christians on their journey to financial strength. Go to brightpeakfinancial.com to make your dream happen. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yeah! Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Yeah! I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes! And we have a really great show for all you folks. Yes, we do. We could not be more excited. What's the title of today's show, sir? You've got the starring role. Don't audition for the victim. That's right. You've got the starring role. Don't audition for the victim with Reverend Tom Thorpe. Anytime you catch yourself grumbling under your breath or complaining about how rough things are, you're casting yourself as the victim. Let this distasteful realization motivate you to jump back into the leading role. Daryl and Ed have discovered that forgiveness is the ticket out of victimhood and into the greatest show on earth. Our hero, Unity Minister Tom Thorpe, makes a cameo to read and discuss today's daily word, which is forgiveness. Ah. Ah. You're not kidding. Are we going to jump in with the Bretts and the Reans? We have quite a few stories to tell. Yeah, but why don't we do this first reading and then the breath? Oh, yes, that is a good idea. So this today's show, as we as we already mentioned, is you've got the starring role. Don't audition for the victim. And what do we mean by not auditioning for the victim? Well, Charles Barker, Raymond Charles Barker, that is, in The Power of Decision, says it best when he says, Stop all complaining. Stop telling others of your unhappiness. Find things to praise. Start seeking the good points in your relatives, friends, and co-workers. There are some good points in these people ready and waiting for you to find them. When you are asked how you feel, tell a spiritual truth, though it may be a factual lie. Answer that you feel great. You never felt better. Watch your conversations, and whenever you start in with negatives, change at once to creative and interesting ideas. Your spoken word has power. Use it to produce what you want by not discussing what you do not want, and you do not want unhappiness anymore. You have finished with it, and it is finishing its course with you. That's right. This, Whenever we come up with these show topics, or yes. we see the daily word coming up of what the next show is going to be, yes. it ends up being the perfect tool for us to go through the week. Oh, you're not kidding. And this week, this has been so helpful, because any time I would start to feel 
myself or not even feel as soon as I started going for the grum grumbling. Yeah. Like I'm talking about even when no one's around. Yes. I'm talking about just no, I, I get gotta, you. when I you're gotta, driving on the road or even or even before I even leave my house. Yeah, I get oh, you. I can't believe it. This cat's pooing on everything. She he's sick and I gotta clean it up and yeah. oh no, now I gotta take the dog and uh, oh, Mr. French, no, you, oh, he peed on that. All right, we as, get the point. As soon as that started happening, <laughs> I go, wait a minute, stop grumbling, because now I'm signing up to be a victim. And this goes with any seemingly justifiable resentment. But because we were doing this show, it helped me knock myself out of it quick. It's also, like you said in our title, it's auditioning for the victim. Right. It's auditioning to play the victim throughout the day through the because our mental pattern is starting to pave the way for that. And people will start to show up. Oh, that want us that that will play the uh, like aggressor or whatever they're going right. to play in that in that situation. And it's so easy to snap out of it when I realize that's what I'm doing. Anytime we grumble with others, and it really made me conscious throughout my day when I was tempted to complain about something I saw in the news yeah. or something I you know some you know even within gossiping with others. Yeah, yeah, of course. I immediately go, wait a minute, I don't want to be the victim. Yeah, last night I was sitting on the sofa getting ready for the show, and I thought like. My mind was running through a situation that happened in my school, and uh, which I'll mention a little bit later. But it, it I, I had to say to myself, I had to actually take note that my mind was it kept replaying a certain scene over and over again. And I, like, I guess it's because I'm used to that feeling oh. of doing that that I didn't even notice it was happening until finally I had to say, I had to like say out loud, "This is what's happening." My mind is getting faster and faster talking about the same situation yes. over and over. I had to just like intentionally. Read something inspiring yes. and move over to a different subject. You know, we were going to save this, but I'm going to bring it up now because that's perfect. You know, earlier this week, I heard a guy share a friend of mine was saying how he realized, you know, he was feeling resentful throughout the week. And that phrase, pain is inevitable, suffering is option, you know, is an yes. option. Yes. And, you know, we hear that so many times. Pain is inevitable, suffering is an option. Yeah. And some people argue that suffering is not an option. Whatever the case may be, right. it really helped this guy. He explained it like this. He said, yes. I started thinking like you were. He started replaying, you know, situations that were getting them hot under their collar. And he realized, wait a minute. Pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. Like, Suffering can't exist without my participation. Yes. And that's what we mean by auditioning for the victim. Because once you don't participate, there's no suffering. That's right. And not participate. And he also said, you know, it takes effort to suffer. Yeah. And it also takes effort to get out of suffering. But the effort to get out of suffering brings such instantaneous relief, although it may not seem instantaneous because sometimes we've got to repeat the practice yeah you know keep reading something or keep re nudging myself no this is not healthy and one of the other things he helped nudge himself out that goes right with what you just shared was he also heard somewhere that having a resentment is like playing a rerun it's like watching a rerun and that's really what it is yeah and he said you know i realize you know re watching reruns is is a waste of time yeah you know, at worst, it ta it, being resentful, watching a rerun, cuts me off from the joy of living. Yeah. And he said, you know, no matter how many times I watch reruns of Gilligan's Island, they're never going to get off that island. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you're going to play a rerun in your head, make it a positive one that empowers you to yes. get off the island. Yes, and that brings us today's the three breaths. All right, so today's breaths, Daryl uh, conjured these up recently as a matter of um, necessity. Yeah, I was actually... His own sanity. Yeah, he was, passed it on to me, and I used it. The same day, I was grumbling about mm -hmm. something. I was starting my day off with, I go, wait a minute. And I wrote in my book, today is a day of fun. I do with joy what needs to be done. And it really clicked with me. Because yeah, when you're on the Gilligan's Island, that's a negative thing. You need to... You can't... Well, you can't like. There's nothing on that island that's going to get you off the island necessarily. You got to like create a whole new a uh, raft, if you will. Yes. And this is like a raft to get off of the island, a sturdy raft, a joyful, not just like I kind of want to feel better. You need that like something that really is rooted in joy. Well, in truth, this is what Barker means. Although the facts may appear like mm -hmm. I have to, you know, I need to take care of this, I need to take care of that. But we can claim the truth, and the truth is. Today really is a day of fun. Yeah. You know, today's the day the Lord has made. 
You know, miracles shall follow miracle and wonders will never cease. So by claiming that, I'm not lying to myself. I'm actually claiming the ultimate reality. Yeah, it's just how much of it do we choose to experience based on their mental habits of like staying and cooperating with it. So this is a great one to get you started. So let's take a breath to clear our minds. Today is a day of fun. I do with joy what needs to be done. Today is a day of fun. I do enjoy what needs to be done. (sighs) Today Today is a day of fun. I do enjoy what needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Put the, the, the dogs right at rest back here. Our yeah. st- station manager and our postal pit bull are in their booth right now. It looks like everything's going along. Yeah, normally they're, they're pointing at us. and Yeah, or at least they're on their headset talking to Jeff Comfort and, you know. Completely yeah, gossiping about us. Yeah, yeah, telling him to stick it to us. But right now they're, they're, they're content, so this and, is good. And now uh, this reading comes from A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. Well, who's our guest next week? That's right. Alan Cohen will be our guest next week. Live from Maui. Is that where he's from? Mm-hmm. He's going to be wearing his sacred Hawaiian hula shirt. Oh, and his uh, kukui beads or whatever they're called? Yeah, maybe he'll put on that clip-on tuxedo shirt. What did you say he's going to be drinking out of? Sipping oh, tea? Oh, that's a very sacred goblet from which he si- sips his tea. Wow. I heard it was gifted by Wayne Dyer. <laughs> Well, anyway, he does write some good things that help us in our daily travels. Yeah, and he will be on. He really will be on the air with us on, uh, what is it, July 20th? Yeah, next week. week. Next week. Alan Cohen is going to be a guest. Yeah, we always recommend his book, A Deep Breath of Life, as part of your morning routine. And so, just like having Tom Thorpe on the show is an amazing uh, dream come true for us, like one of our rock and roll posters from our dorm room coming alive, Alan Cohen is also in the same boat. Yes, he is. Yeah. So this one's from July 7th, and it's called Air Pollution. And it says, a man at a Hindu ashram came to the Swami and complained, you must get rid of my roommate. He is a smoker, and his foul smoke is polluting the atmosphere in my room. Someone as vile as he should not be allowed here. The Swami thought for a moment and responded, I will change your room for his sake, not yours. Polluting the physical atmosphere with smoke is an offense, but polluting the psychic atmosphere with judgment is worse. You are hurting yourself and the universe more with your anger and judgment than he is with his smoke. Yes. And then he goes on to say, we are heirs to the kingdom of heaven, which we magnify by our thinking and acting in accordance with our identity as godly beings. Oh, that makes me feel so much better about smoking cigars. Oh, you're allowed to smoke cigars, Edward. I agree. I agree. David uh, McClure, the reverend who's on our show often, mm. helped me with a lot of these things. So if you're having trouble, and I'm not saying you're having trouble feeling guilty over doing something you enjoy. Get but on if, with it, yes. But if you are, he said this, and it just helped me, and it's do it or don't do it, yes. but get on with it. Yes. Meaning enjoy it while you're doing it and let it go. <laughs> I said get on with it because I wanted you to tell what it was. But that ended up being, did you hear me just say get I know, on with it? I, I, know you were, I, thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were sharing it. No, I didn't mean to steal the thunder on that. I was telling you to get on with it. <laughs> so we have another good quote here from Abraham, oh, right? Yes, is this is really good. Hang on, I got it right here. Okay. Now that I have these uh, goggles, I can Goggles just- Paisano. Remember when the Flintstones, <laughs> his identity was Goggles Paisano? Uh, they won oh. that race. Here it is. You ready? I'm ready. If you decide to make someone the enemy and you're push and you're pushing very hard against them, you don't affect them at all, Ooh. but you disconnect yourself from the stream or what Ed and I call the positive flow of life. Yes. If someone cheats you, they cannot diminish your experience. They only diminish their experience. You cannot be diminished by someone cheating you unless you get all upset so true. about being cheated and push against them and use that as your excuse to disconnect 
from the stream, and that's from Abraham. And Mike Erton told me years ago yeah. when I was complaining, you know, my mom left when I was 10, yeah. and then wah, 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 my yeah. dad died. He said, you know something, Fazaro? <laughs> Blame is a great excuse to justify not pursuing your dreams. Yeah, that's a good one. And it really goes along with our show to, about the, all these things they sound a little shocking and uh-huh. there's, you know, the, you, you know, a lot of people don't want to say things that harsh to somebody, but you know what? We're, it's just holding up a mirror so yes. I could see that this is so unhealthy. This is, this yes. is self defeating behavior and I'm the one choosing to be in it. And it also takes, cause sometimes there's this illusion that complaining and you know, those people over there, they shouldn't be doing that to others. You, you know, sound that, like someone we know. Yeah. Well, that's bull crap. Uh-huh. You know, it, there's, there's a tends to, I mean, there's a tendency, a tendency to perceive that as being heroic. Yes. But it really isn't. It's, it's really playing the role of the victim. Yeah. It's and really sitting there, it, and sitting there listening to it. Is also uh, being supporting the role of the victim by sitting there. Like when I say, yeah, uh, if I'm a good person, I'll just let this person. When it hurts inside, but I'm still trying to be a good person and let them ramble on. I'm just support. Like I'm reaffirming that the victim is like that. They are a worthy victim. of yeah. the, the mic and worthy of the attention and worthy of running the show. Yeah, the thing is to help people snap out of it. Recently, yes. I did this to myself. Yeah, they they do a uh, every month or so over the summer. Yeah, I don't know who decided upon this, but at our park at the end of my block, I live on a cul-de-sac, which yeah. is one of the reasons we love living here. No through traffic. Right, but they do these movie nights. Right. Where, you know, they have food trucks and they put a big inflatable movie in there right. and it's really loud. Well, no one from the neighborhood goes, but someone got into their, you know, the goody tissues in the city hall. This was how my mind was thinking that night. Yeah. You know, they decided this is a good community builder. Right. Well, I was getting my nose bent out of joint. This was just Saturday. And I went for my walk and I'm going, great, tonight's movie night. That means, and it was the day before my birthday, that means Lori's not going to have a parking space. You know, who comes to this? Nothing but hipsters from other towns. Right, right. And I'm like going, Daryl, you're, you're auditioning for the victim. Yeah. And I had to keep nudging. That's right. Like I had to keep convincing. Yes. No, but this is just a follow. You know, I don't want to be a Dorit. Daryl, no, this is... And yeah, I could feel myself getting cut off from joy. Yes. And then I started playing mini movies in my head yeah. of how I'm going to tell them about it. So I saw this one movie. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to say, whose idea is this? Why don't, you know, you, they need to be parking in the lot, not on my... And I go, no, you're going to look like that jerk in the movie. You don't want to be that character. So I marched a little further. Yeah. And then I came up with oh, this, this is scheme. the best one ever. Oh, my God. So I started going, I go, oh, that's what I'll do. And what my mind started telling me would be a good idea to seek revenge was I was going to, I saw myself purchasing a big 25 pound bag of of bird seed, but there's bird seed you could buy that's loaded with cayenne pepper powder, which is, which is basically mace in a bag. And the reason it has that is because. It keeps the squirrels from eating it, but it doesn't affect the birds. Right. The only reason I know about this is I was at a wedding with my wife. Yeah. Where we were participants in the wedding. Yeah. So when they started throwing the bird seed at the end, all of a sudden people are like falling to the ground. (laughs) Old ladies are gagging and being carted away. I mean, it was like the place went dark and those helicopters from Vietnam came in. It was like a scene from MASH. People were being taken on gurneys because the bird seed had this kind of pepper. So getting back to my plan... I imagine I'm going to get that bag and the wind and I'm my mind's going and the wind's going in the right direction. So I start going, yeah, I'll shake out the bag. And all of a sudden people are going to be choking and coughing and have to start leaving. And then, oh, but what if someone sees me dumping out the bag? And then I go, I know what I'll do because I'm old enough now. I'll be like the dumb old man. I'll go, oh, uh, I'm just feeding my bird. (laughs) Wait a minute. Oh, there's cayenne pepper. Who would put cayenne pepper in bird seed? This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever noticed. But then the movie played further and I saw like someone like having an asthma attack and nearly dying. So I said, no, you can't do that. But it played through this whole thing and I got to see how ridiculous the whole thing was. But it's the perfect example because as long as of this me being the victim, 
Because as long as I'm in that dream, yeah, I'm the victim. Yes. I am always now a step below whoever it is I'm complaining about. Yeah. I'm not on an equal footing. Yeah, and you're trading power, the feeling of true power, which is love and freedom right. and joy for adrenaline of getting back. Oh, by the time I got home, just to wind it up, I finished my walk. I started throwing love at the whole situation. Yeah. The one thing I was concerned about is, Lori's not going to get a spot in front of yeah. our house. Funniest thing, and I knew like she was going to end up getting yeah. a spot because you know when you start coming around to love. Yeah. And sure enough, I walk and I see her car in front, parked in front. Yeah. And I was like, see? That's awesome. That goes with this Philippians, and we'll go to the break. Philippians 4, 6 through 9, they said, this is from the message. She said, he said, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. All right, that's good. Coming up next, our hero, Unity Minister Tom Thorpe, makes a cameo on today's episode to read and discuss today's daily word, Forgiveness. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. Take eight. Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. So there I was, staring at a closet overflowing with clothes, practically bursting at the seams in their polyester prison. I had ten minutes left to get dressed, and the stress was kicking in. Are turtlenecks still a thing? What about rhinestones? Where did I get this? Oh, my leggings from 1987. Ah, the scarves are attacking me. Sound familiar? Declutter your life and your closet with the Simple Living Challenge. It's a free 14-day challenge with powerful daily assignments to help you find more balance, freedom, and joy in life. Just go to SimpleLivingChallenge.com to sign up. Ooh, a cowboy hat. In his new book, What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug?, Daryl Fuzaro emphasizes the positive effects of applying unity principles in everyday situations. Laura Harvey, editor of Daily Word magazine, exclaims Daryl Fuzaro shares his life lessons with inspiring creativity. This book is encouraging, funny, and heartwarming, a combination I highly recommend. As co-host of Unity Online Radio's Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, Daryl's old-school charm and no-nonsense approach to spirituality keep a global audience laughing and inspired. What if Godzilla just wanted a hug? Is loaded with Daryl's hilarious, award-winning illustrations and packs his wit and wisdom into easy-to-digest, bite-sized stories of how he transforms chaos into tranquility and succeeds in the entertainment business by doing the opposite of everyone else. What if Godzilla just wanted a hug is a pocket Bible encouraging the talented and timid to trust their gut act on their intuition, and step out boldly. Even if you just bought it for the chapter titles and Daryl Fuzaro's illustrations alone, you'd be getting more than your money's worth with this book. Author and film critic Sister Rose Bukati says, Spending time with Fuzaro's stories will leave you no choice but to smile and carry on. Oh, he forgot to mention he hangs out with a group of nuns, but then, if he had, it would have necessitated a change to some of his more colorful adjectives. Have fun ordering your copy of What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug today on Amazon.com. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. All right, welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's episode is called, You've Got the Starring Role. Don't audition for the victim. 
with Reverend Tom Thorpe. And we have a good reading to kick this uh, segment off. Yes, this this reading, uh, like, because we don't want to discount anybody who feels upset. Maybe, you know, yeah, something, actually, I'm glad you're saying yeah, that. Yeah, something that may seem, or it was perhaps, you know, very hurtful that happened in your life. Well, which is why I think the saying that you mentioned before about uh, pain is inevitable, but suffering is, right. uh, what do you say? An option is optional. Yeah. And because we don't want to discount any of that, but we do want to remind everyone and we remind each other, Ed and myself, that, you know, what's my part in that? And it's the part of t- using the effort to remain in the suffering. Yeah. And if we're going to keep suffering. Yes. Yeah. And that, that all that does is that puts me in that now I'm continuing, I'm perpetuating my part as a victim. Yeah, it's reliving it, it's making it more real. It's, uh, and, and continuing to be yeah, a victim, and it's I'm short-circuiting yeah. the flow of God's mm-hmm. love and my potential, my right. divine potential. Right. So if there is a sticky one, there's this is from a book, the book Alcoholics Anonymous, which is used in uh, the 12-step group AA, but don't let that uh, fool you. There's a lot of good stuff in here. I mean, it's it's made for drunks, but it's strong enough for sober folks, That's too. Right. And there's a lot of good spiritual wisdom in here. And in a chapter titled Freedom from Bondage of All Things, yeah. here it says, if you have a resentment you want to be free of, and this is talking about a resentment that's really sticking, yeah. you know, a hard one to forget. If you and, and this was heard from a clergyman shared this with this. Yeah, this reading. The author, right. If you have a resentment you want to be free of, If you will pray for the person or thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health, their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. And it says here, even when you don't really want it for them, and your prayers only words, and you don't mean it, go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks, and you will find... You have come to mean it and want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. And most of all, you'll be released from being the victim. Well, let me say real quick that over the last five weeks I've been teaching summer school and there's a situation in which the kids that I was given, it was just a, such a handful and a lot of uh, the the disabilities, if you will, of the students were kind of that overlap and build on each other. And well, you could say they're of the volatile nature. Yeah, yeah, but and and on top of that, there is like the mix of kids that blend and and right, that yeah, generate that kind of situation. So all people of all sorts were coming to me and saying, "Oh, they need to. This kid, you know, needs to be out of here. This and this." And you know, like there are people that work in that environment all the time were like expressing their frustration. I was listening to them. I was blessing the situation. I refused to go into a victim mentality. I kept blessing and wishing everyone well. And a few days ago, something happened. Like in case you're saying, "Well, something really happened." Happened. Well, something really happened to me a couple of days ago when when one of the the kids involved went into a very I would just call it like a berserk kind of a state. And I had to get uh, my job. I got up to form a wall with the other well, adults. He, was he became a salt. He was, he was throwing, assault, uh, throwing. First, he was throwing giant, trying to throw giant pieces of furniture. Then he was trying to choke out his assistant. And then he, he punched and got me a couple times. And then he went after another student. And so all this went on. And of course, even in that moment, any victim part of me was wanted to was on high alert. You know, yes. we handled the situation. God, thank God, no one was really seriously injured. But what I want to say was, I I just had to do my best to stay out of the victim mentality at that time. I felt a lot of things coming up, right? Like which said, is the natural, pain, yeah, of course, the pain portion. But I kept taking one step at a time. It, as a result of that experience, for one, this kid is, and there's a bun- there's a few other kids involved that are finally going getting the attention that they need yes which has been going like kind of undiagnosed and unaddressed but this took it over the top to the point where now people have had to address it yes different authorities and um therapy all new new people are involved and there's a lot of movement happening for the better betterment of the kids the safety of the school and all the people involved yes and on my end uh 
thankfully, I just kept taking the next step, calling the next administrator, whoever I needed to call, which was a little nerve-wracking for me because my victim mind was thinking I did something wrong as well. Yes. Which I know is common with people who feel like you get into, feel victimized. Right. But I, I kept stepping through that and I called a couple people and then they gave me the most out- loving outpouring of support, reminding yes. me that I hadn't done anything wrong. I started crying a couple times. I released it, you know. Yes. I kept releasing. I'm still, you know, like letting go, letting go, letting go. But the thing is, as a result, I really feel like as a result of not setting up my camp in the role of victim, yes. acknowledging, I had to acknowledge, though, that something traumatic had happened. Right. Like that's not, that. it was in the acknowledgement of it. And then letting myself have feelings about it and letting them clear, letting them run through me, that so much good has come yeah. out of the situation. Because when when we no longer volunteer to remain in the victim yeah. role, we're allowing the divine potential to flow through us because that situation got healed rapidly. Yeah, because I used to want, this is the truth, When I'm, I'm only realizing this now, is I used to want to be, like in inside of me, if I was just a victim, someone would take care of me. And, I'll, you know, like, so inside I had a fantasy about But now, as much as that's still, there's remnants of it. It's just most of my investment is put into consciously wanting to be free, yes. joyous, and happy the way I was created to be. And it works. And, and, yeah. I mean, if people could see oh my how gosh, this It's a miracle out. what happened. Within 24 hours. Given what, given, like, like uh, it was on a 15, you know, out of yes. 10. It went up to 15 real quick. But given how quickly now so much positive resolve is coming out, I can tell you this stuff works. It does. And there's also a temptation to think being the victim makes me a hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a victim hero. We we just want to let go of that because it really does cut us off from God's working, the divine order from flowing throughout ourselves and all the the situation. And we want to bring love to the part of us that is hurting. Yes. And be a loving, firm parent and a loving, healing parent with that person rather than letting a hurt part of us then just run the show. Yeah. And block the flow. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to throw that in there. We also let's so let's get moving with some business here, which we love to do, which is to thank our listeners. Yes, we want to say uh, happy birthday to Kathy Quinn, Culver City resident. She's been a guest on our show a handful of times. We love her. She always sends us great mail. She's our number one Culver City local fan. Yeah, she's our number one Kathy Quinn fan. That's true. So uh, we also want to thank Trudy Britt, Terry Benoit, and R.V. Thompson for their generous donations to the program. Thank you. We want to recommend if you like the show, you could put it on a thumb drive and pass it on to your friends. Which some have done and shared how thrilled their parents were to receive copies well, yeah, of the Susie, show. Susie Thompson said yes. that. Yeah, and you, if you want to send us something like parcel post, as Daryl says, go to funniest, uh, send something to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. If you want to hit us up digitally, you can go to our Facebook fan page, Funniest Thing, or you could go to DarylAndEd.com. And there's a contact form. We love the letters. We love the emails. We love the the. It refreshes our own inspiration. It reminds us like that we're not alone in this, and that others find benefit from it, and others share breaths with us, like we have in our mailbag today. All right, who else we have to thank? Well, speaking of uh, who we're who we appreciate, there's one guy. One I don't know if you'd call him a fan, but he has male model more. well, I, he, yeah, but he's actually sat through 162 hours of funniest thing with Terry. You know, I remember, I remember listening to Tom Thorpe one time when he was coming up and said something about 100. I mean, I don't know what episode it was, but I remember when he said 125 episodes and my mind was blown at that point. I know. And that, so we're, the fact that we're, we're at 162 episodes, that uh, we're a good company. I know. I thought you were going to say we're a good couple. Well, good couple of what? <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to good, we like to thank our chief engineer. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what we were doing here. And he doesn't just make our show sound great and keep us in line. It smells sweet. Yeah, but he has all, I believe, all the shows on. You could tune into any, listen oh, to any, great. any episode of uh, Unity Online Radio programming. And it, it really is enjoyable to listen to because the sound quality is so well done and that's also because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone yeah 
We forgot to mention his name was Jeff Comfort. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the prayer line, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. Another thing that I did in my case with my class was the first time something happened uh, a week ago where there was uh, uh, you know, something that uh, something broke out, like a fight yeah. broke out. I uh, immediately on my way because I got a text someone saying I need help. I'm out here. I immediately on my way there. I opened up the You Pray app, the letter U Pray, which yes. is which is the Silent Unity app, and sent a prayer. And they said, "Ask and it will be given." Sir, I got the email in response because you can get an email or a, a letter in the mail if you like. And they said, "Ask and it will be given. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened." We are honored that you asked us to pray with you in, in quest to open the door to greater harmony and order. You and the people you pray for have the harmonizing love of God within you. As we pray for your, you and your students, we see each of you gaining new insights and expressing greater compassion in your interactions with one another. Join us in affirming the truth in the weeks ahead. The love of God within us guides our thoughts, words, and actions and help us helps us build harmonious relationships. Yes, and Silent Uni is 100% free. There are no strings yes. attached. And uh, the You Pray app is also free. Yeah. Um, also, another tool. Uh, I was going to say when you were reading that letter. Whenever I get a letter from them, I have to. T- I tell myself I'm going to consciously expect this to be true. You know, yes. Eric Butterworth defines prayer as expect expectation expectancy. Yes. And I choose to believe it because I can't afford to stay in that mm. wobbly place yes. of well, these are nice words, but I just go, Daryl. We're going to choose to believe this. Yes. And I, when I do that, I could feel the power of my spirit yes. lifting. We were and saying I, these tools are also like a massage. It relaxes the part that's tense. Yes. The joyful part naturally bubbles up. Yes. It's amazing. And the strength as well. Yes. The strength. Yes. The and, enthusiasm. And speaking of strength, we also get a lot of support from the Daily Word. I've been reading it for over 30 years. Eddie subscribes as well. Yes. You could also get it online. You could get the best discount ever if you haven't subscribed yet at DarylAndEd.com. Yeah. The Daily Word really appreciates us promoting them on the show. So they, yes. they offer uh, the lowest uh, subscription rate ever through the DarylAndEd.com website. Yes. Just click on uh, Special Offer or the Daily Word banner. And now, without any more... Adieu. Adieu. We have Reverend Tom Thorpe. Yes. Well, hi, guys. How you doing? Hey. Nice to hear from you, sir. It's good to hear you. I I appreciate what you're doing today. Uh, You know, my work as a minister very often involves helping people just shift their perspective from from victim on up the chain of V's. You know about that uh, chain of V's, don't you? No, let's hear it. Perfect. Well, victim's the first one. And that is where the world done me wrong. The second is victor, where I have uh, I have overcome the world. And then the third is um, the third is uh, uh, vessel. That's the third one, where I am the bearer of truth. And the fourth is verity, where. I am the truth, okay, and uh, that's that's Paul Hasselbeck uh, shared that with me. I think that's original with him, uh, but it's it's always worked because I've never liked the idea of victory either. Because where there's a winner, there usually has to be a loser, and that's not what the world's supposed to be about. So, um, except in baseball. But, there you uh, go. There yeah, you right. go. Right. Yeah, I love this. This is great. I can use this. Uh... Yeah, I can really using uh, thinking back. Excuse me on the tactics I've used throughout my summer school. I can see <laughs> where I felt like the victim, <laughs> where I yeah. came out victorious by by like blasting the kids. Well, where you know, I, a, yeah, I so. didn't hear you sounding like you were victorious. I, I heard you sounding like you did what needed to be done, and that's a whole different thing. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. I, I my my heart has to go out to a kid who has to act out so violently yeah. what horrors must that kid have experienced in his life yeah you know, something yeah. i can only begin to imagine um, yes. and i've been a teacher too uh, i remember the feeling sometimes oh my god this is really going to wreck the day and all the rest of that and taking a while to get around to thinking about the kid the kid involved yeah. yes 
I agree. What's going on with this kid? Um, You know, it's touching you say that because in the meeting with the principal and the parents afterwards, before the meeting began, he was the kid was just in there with the principal, and the kid told the principal something that had been going through his brain in terms of like action he wanted to take, and he was able to tell it to the principal. And this is the I think this is the first time in his life that he it ever in this context he said. I don't like the fact that this is going through my head, but this is what's going through my head. And as a result of him saying that in that situation, even more help is coming to him. Yes. That's wonderful. That really is wonderful. This really turned out to be an incredibly positive turn of events. Yeah, for a lot of people. Even to end up, that that alone was miraculous. I agree. Yeah, Yeah, well. That that's the thing. There's so much of that needed in this world. People who don't get paid attention to uh, really yeah. need really need some attention. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to call them victims. I, I really don't. Uh, it's easy to dismiss people that way. You know, you yeah. you write a check or whatever and just move on to your next issue. But uh, they they are they are people who really want uh, to be a part of the human family and are. Right. Just having the toughest time doing it. So yes, yeah. yeah that's why these tools are so amazing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you don't even uh, you don't even need to bring God into it. As a matter of fact, I didn't hear you mention God at all there. So yeah, so that that's a good conversation for uh, for a school or or for any organization where where people are um, oh people do it all kinds of ways. Let's say there's the wine and cheese party. Yes, yes. That, yeah. that's that's a favorite one, and and then there's the organ recital, which we all know and love. So yeah, yeah, when yeah. when people talk about their ills, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, and they try the organ to, recital. That's yeah. funny. And the tendency is, uh, it's one downmanship. <laughs> oh wait, oh you have um you have a spot on your liver. You say, well, uh, oh, I have this. Well, you know yeah. what? Yeah, right. that was going on on a lot throughout the. The, the the summer school, there was a lot of opportunities for me to join any of the parties that you mentioned, you know, and I at one point like thought, am I doing this right? Because I'm not doing that stuff because I could literally oh, see God. it happening in the back of my classroom or whatever. And I just kept blessing it, kept blessing it. And only after all this stuff happened, did I realize that even there, every prayer among, even for through this experience, and I feel like through myself and those who, who chose to stay in the loving space, Mm-hmm. Those prayers are being answered. Yes, they are. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. And and when it seems like it's not so easy to stay in the loving space, then it's good to remember just what happens when you do. Yeah. And it always does. It always does. Yeah, there can be the, the temporary, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, um, feeling that you get when you make a complaint and uh, and people really really say, oh, poor you, or gee, you, you dealt with that, you must be somebody really special. Right. But long term, that's not um, that's not a, uh, a good thing. You guys know Steve Behrman, don't you? No, no. The yogi from Muskogee? No! no. <laughs> He's also known as the Swami Beyond Ananda. Um, that I've heard, heard of that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had a, uh, a philosophy that he called Tantrum Yoga. Where tantrum you yoga. tantrum yoga? Yes, you you use your anger to heat your home. Okay, uh-huh. so you'd put it you'd put it to a positive use. Oh yes, yeah. You take that energy. Oh, I heard about that. Yes, instead right. of like throwing it or gossiping or yeah. joining a wine and cheese party with that. Go wait a minute. Let me shift this energy. Yes. Let yes. me do a cartoon about it. In my case, is what I would yeah. do. I go. Let me do a cartoon, and then I see it. From a higher perspective, yeah. exactly, and then exactly. it becomes a funny story, or it becomes it loses its negative power, mm, and right. it becomes now an experience yes. that I've learned from, and others can learn from and benefit from from my sharing yeah. it with them from this higher perspective. Yes, that's exactly right. That that's the way it goes, and uh, you you can turn anything into a positive. If you uh, if you really decide that's what you're going to do, yes. Uh, and, right. and when I say anything, I've thought about that, and you can turn anything into a positive. Agreed. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I have to tell myself t- sometimes 
because I can get caught up and, well, I don't want to say that because what if someone's really suffering? And I have to remind myself, Daryl, there are no disclaimers with God. That's right. God is good. God is love. There are no disclaimers. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I need that for myself. That's right. I don't need the wiggle room because I'll take it. And I mean wiggle room in a negative way. Yeah, perhaps right. that's the secret little thing that's hiding inside me when I do say, oh, I shouldn't say this. Maybe it's, I'm really hiding something inside myself where I still am wanting to hold on, you know, like subconsciously yes. wanting to hold mm-hmm. on to a victim story, you know? Right, right. Well, well, we should get into the daily word. Yes. We should, we should. Yes. And it's a good one today. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, it's the key to so many things, forgiveness or forgive to be proper about what the word is. I see with the eyes of love. I am understanding, compassionate, and forgiving. Mm. One of the best things I can do for my health and well-being is to forgive. Holding on to negative thoughts or feelings only hurts me, not the person who offended me. Forgiveness opens the way for good to flow in and through me. It stimulates physical, mental, and emotional healing. In the stillness of prayer, I declare the deep desire of my heart to forgive and be forgiven. I open to divine love, knowing that love rises above any perceived hurt. When I see others through eyes of love, I am filled with compassion and understanding. I send out thoughts of love and forgiveness. I let go of hurt and let divine love guide everything I do and say. I see with the eyes of love, because I am an expression of God. And the scripture from Luke, chapter 6, verse 37, Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's so... Uh, it, it's it's uh, so important because when there is unforgiveness, there is no flow. And no. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And I'm really being become very aware of these past two weeks. Like I said, whenever we have a topic, mm-hmm. uh, that forgiveness releases me from being the victim. Like Because exactly. I often heard mm-hmm. that forgiveness is a gift you give yourself. Well, what does that mean? And now I, it's clear what it means. It yeah. releases me from being the victim. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you're familiar I, I, with the work of Emmett Fox on forgiveness? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that, that answers the person who says, but, but I can't feel it. And uh, Fox tells us that it's a decision. It's not a feeling. Right. The feeling, the feeling can come later. You don't have yes. to feel it. Yeah. That's yeah. so powerful right yeah. there. Well, you know, my friend Mike Dugan helped me with that, too. And he also said, you know, forgiving, forgiving others or, and you know, or loving them through right. forgiveness right. doesn't mean you have to like them. It doesn't mean now you have to become their best friend. Exactly. exactly. I used to be so confused. I thought. Yeah, quite the contrary. Man. I thought. Oh, well, well, this means I better go out of my way and make him my friend. No, it just means release him with love, yeah. send love, let go of the old negative movies I've been playing. That's right. That's absolutely right. Fox says you can no more like someone to order than you can hold the wind in your fist. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you know, I that, this morning I woke up because this experience, you know, it's one of those that hit me deep and... I just, I, I, I think with the show and with my experiences over the last few days, I just, I could, I could feel a few places, few people. I was holding um, myself in a negative role, and the worst part about that was, uh, or excuse me, like where I was holding myself in a victim role was that in that movie. I'm not my joyous self. Oh, as I, re- I don't get to right. be my Me joy. joy. Like what this shows, the, you've got the starring role. Don't audition for the victim. So mm-hmm. I noticed in those movies I was playing about, I was the guy who was like stomping my feet and either getting revenge yeah, or, self-righteous. or hold up yeah. in the corners, like almost like shivering. But I don't want to be any of those. So I just, I, I made the decision this morning and, you know, like like you said, the feeling hasn't fully arrived yet. But I'm so glad you guys brought up that Fox reading right now because yes. it's, I feel the power in the in 
what the shift that has happened just because this morning I said I saw it clearly and and because I saw it so clearly I was like all of these people that I'm holding in that way it's time for all of it to be joy like let yes. and, really, and 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 if it, it is a re, it's a releasing of the pent up energy so that new mm-hmm. not it's not it I can feel how letting it go is actually yes. freeing me. All those thoughts were handcuffing me to those people. Yes. I would think about them more than I wanted to. Yes. But now as I'm letting it go, I'm like, just bless it. I want to bless them. I want them to have a great life and I want to enjoy mine. Yeah, I want to be the guy in the movie that I like. Yes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's absolutely right. And, and you know, one more important thing that Fox says, after you've forgiven something, You've forgiven it. So for that same event, yes. don't forgive it again. Because if That's you right. do, you're telling yourself, I didn't do it right the first time. Right. And you did. Well, Just we did. Yes. I was going to say that I'm glad you brought that up because we practiced that the day this all happened because yeah. it happened mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. And then Ed already invited me to come in to teach the kids how to draw. Yeah. I forget what the drawing was that. That's fun loving oh, nun. A fun loving nun. Yeah. <laughs> and I came in. And I had to remind myself, too, because one of the aides that works with Ed said, oh, my God, did you hear what happened? And I had to say, and I said it to her in a loving way for myself. I said, well, yes, I go, but that's in the past and we're resetting. It's a new day right now. Let's start a new, fresh day. I'm going to draw a cartoon. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to start from And let here. me tell you, that that session you had with them, you oh, really awesome. were the minister that day because those kids had... After a day, a morning of chaos, where nothing was the, how they normally saw it, it, that they were all on point, and they even went, you know, they fully participated. They came oh, up with those awesome. great drawings of the fun-loving nuns. Yes, it's amazing. It was awesome. It was incredible. If you didn't tell me what had happened, yeah. I would have never believed anything yeah. happened because it was like the best they have ever been. The ones that were there yes. for the class. Well, Reverend Tom Thorpe, we want to thank you for your time. We've got some business to wrap up before we get out of here, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure. All right. We love you, man. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Love you, too. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's funny. You said New Day. And a new day on July 12th, a book. You can go to DarylNed.com, our reading list, if you want to purchase any of these books online. It says, it's almost impossible not to be affected when people we're close to go off the deep end. But that doesn't mean we have to jump off right behind them. We do ourselves a great disservice when we allow others to color our attitude and ruin our day. These are the times when we must do whatever it takes to maintain our serenity, security, and happiness. We've gone to great lengths to gain personal freedom, and these days we think twice before letting someone else interfere with it, even temporarily. Moreover, whenever we permit another person's difficulties to compromise our own values and objectives, we lose whatever chance we may have to be understanding, encouraging, and helpful. The thought for the day, the behavior of others need not dictate our unhappiness or our happiness and comfort, I should say. Speaking of happiness, why don't we finally tell everyone how we met? Oh, yeah. Remember I was working in um, at that fancy movie theater when I was in high school? Yeah, so I just have to wear a little red monkey hat. Well, let's just say that was back when you and Thorpe you were still spending a lot of time at the Unity Village pub back then. Yeah, we used to throw back those whiskey myrtles. That's right. Well, one day when the movie was about to start, I noticed a man was sprawled across three seats. And I said, sorry, sir, but you're not allowed. You're only allowed one seat. Oh, wait, you're not going to tell this story. Yeah, the man just groaned and didn't even budge. Of course, little Eddie started to panic and said, Sir, if you don't get up from there, I'm going to have to call the manager. Again, the man just moaned, and little Eddie got furious. I turned around and marched back up the aisle in search of the manager. In a few minutes, little Eddie, that's me, and the manager stood over the man. All right, buddy, my manager said. What's your name? Daryl. Well, where did you come from, Daryl? With pain in your voice, you slurred. The balcony. <laughs> All right, we got some mail. Here she comes. Gabby, the Postal Pitbull is here, and this one's from Susie Thompson. Yeah, see my cat's poop? No, are you saying I imagined it? We got home from the 4th of July fireworks and fun as it was after midnight. I took a shower, went right to bed. The door to the bedroom gets closed at night. Little did I know our pixel kitty was hiding under the bed from the fireworks. I woke up at 5 a.m., got out of bed only to trip over Miss Pixel. My first thought was, oh no, poor Pixel was trapped in the room all night. But as my brain began to wake up, my thoughts sprinted to fear. I bet she pooped and peed on the carpet. 
That's going to be a mess to clean. I wonder what's the best product to use to get the smell out. Then I stopped. I started laughing as I thought of the red apron story that Daryl shared on June 22nd episode. I told myself the thoughts I was having were a load of bullpucky and that I didn't know and that I didn't know if Kitty pooped or not. And I needed to just relax. As my thoughts shifted to a more peaceful place, I thought I have no stinking fears when I remember that God is here. That's a great three uh, breaths. <laughs> turns out Kitty didn't poop or pee. Bless her little bladder. If I had not been listening to your shows, I don't think I would be where I am now. You guys are a blessing to my life and a gift to my sanity. Love you all. Susie Thompson at OriginalSusie.com. She does great art. She's posted some of it on her Facebook page, those little yes. pictures. She's amazing. I recommend going to our Facebook fan page to check it out or OriginalSusie.com. Well, thank you. I'm glad that thinking sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> this one's from Rachel Gallant in New Hampshire. It says, hello, Daryl and Ed. I hope you're having a fabulous day so far. I found Mr. Bradley busy at work making wooden toys in his workshop last week. He was delighted to receive a copy of What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug. He is looking forward to the book and your show. If my memory serves me right, I believe you both have birthdays this month, the 8th and the 10th. How old will that make you both? Looking forward to hearing back. Love, joy, and laughter, Rachel. That's true. Edward had his birthday on Friday the 8th, and mine was on Sunday the 10th. That's right. That's right. I turned 42. And so. I turned 106. Yeah. Stacy <laughs> Warner from Reno, Nevada wrote, Thank you for introducing me to Florence Scovelshin. That's music to our ears, by the way. Yes, I'm now is. reading The Power of the Spoken Word, and I am so grateful for the positive language of this book. I have placed one quote by my desk so that I can see it every day, and that is, Let me now express the divine idea in my mind, body, and affairs. In Florence Scovelshin's book, The Power of the Spoken Word, they, she asks you to commit to using this quote every day and see what good comes of it. So I did it last month and received an extra $1,400 that was very much needed. But even more importantly, I have such peace and calmness within me since I have started to use this phrase anytime I start to feel stressed. Thank you so much, Daryl and Ed, for being great teachers. And that's from Stacy Warner in Reno, Nevada. Now, you, Daryl... This show's perfect for you because the member of the Murphin song, you thought that guy was mad at you. Oh friend God. was mad at you. Yes, that's true. I left a funny musical message. The for Murphing song. The Murphing song for a friend of mine yeah. named Mark. And then I didn't get a response. And I started thinking, oh, man, non-responder. Right. And I send him something and he doesn't even respond. He doesn't like it. And then I thought maybe I got him mad. Yeah. Long you, story short. And you had a whole psychological breakdown of why. Not, not, not you breaking down, but you were like. You were reading oh, yeah, as this to why t- he did it and this and that. This guy, you're nice to these guys and they think you're a chump, but yeah. you treat them like garbage and so, they'll kiss your butt. So fast forward <laughs> a month. A month later, I bump into Mark and he comes running up to me to tell me, I love that musical the Murphy Murphy song, song that you yeah. left on my machine. And he was dancing and singing it. And I'm going, boy. How can you not love the Murphy song? Yeah, how could you not love my thinking? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Speaking of Murphy. Uh, we just got a text from that old band, The Vapors. The Vapors, and they rewrote a song of theirs, and they for this us episode. To sing it. You know what? It, you know how it goes, right? Yes, hit it. Turning victim means no, I'm not turning victim means no, I don't think so. Turning victim means no, I'm not turning victim means no, I don't think so. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do, including the funniest thing. Reverend Tom Thorpe, we love you! Find our podcast on iTunes. You can check out our YouTube page or go to Twitter at DarylNed.com. There's also Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook. Tom Thorpe, we love you! I said that already! You can also write to us at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Cover City. Jeff male model, we love you! California 90232. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on no, Unity Online Radio. No, I don't think so. Turning victim means no, I'm not turning victim means no, I don't think so. Yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. (laughs) 
benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential, tune in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 